when you are in charge of producing video content, but you have a tiny budget and a tiny team, you have to be really on top of what tools you're going to be using. There's so many out there that it's kind of hard to decide. You have Canva, you have Descript, you have YouTube editors, but what is the best for you? Today, we're going to learn about Capwing, which is a tool that is video first, and it allows you to really quickly, like magic, create video content for all of your platforms. So let's give you an example. If you are doing a video interview with an influencer in your space, you have, let's say, 30 minutes of raw video and you don't know what to do to make it ready to produce and publish, well, easy. Use Capwing and you can quickly and efficiently turn it into quick cuts and quickly produce it for YouTube. Take out all of those awkward pauses You can turn it into a TikTok, a reel, a short. You can turn it into a podcast, an audiogram. There's so much you can do with just a few minutes of your time. So you won't want to miss out on how to create quick video content with a hybrid team. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to Tiny Marketing. I'm Sarah Noel Block and I teach small marketing departments that are tired of feeling overwhelmed and under-resourced how to build and manage effective and efficient marketing strategies that work for them. Get ready, it's time to dig in and get a big impact with your tiny team. My name is Shah, uh, Shah Ahmed. I'm the head of product of Kapwing. Uh, Kapwing is an online video editor used a lot by in-house marketers, uh, influencers, agencies to create content pretty quickly. A little bit about myself, I help run the product management team and uh, I help drive the roadmap for what we're building and how we add value to the creators who use our platform. Yeah. Well, along those lines, how do you decide what changes to make? I'm always curious what happens on the product size. Yeah, that's a great question. I would say there are probably two or three big buckets. The first is obviously what users ask for. So we get a big fire hose of like requests from our users. Very mm-hmm. specifically, even in the users' requests, I've kind of put even within there two buckets. One is kind of teasing out what they actually want, which is an interesting endeavor. You know, if you, there's like the classic uh, product phrases. If you ask when the, the first car came out, Henry Ford said, if you ask people what they want, they would ask for a faster horse. We've, I've heard that, yeah. <laughs> so we do try our best to make sure, you know, when we sort of do customer interviews and people give us feature requests that we really, really understand what they're trying to do. We try to understand like their entire sort of value generation model. Like, okay, do you want to make subtitles prettier in your video or do you want to just make it more engaging for you to share your idea or sell your product in a, in a more either high conversion or engaging manner? So one is qualitative uh, user feedback and asking customers for what they want. Second is what I'll call quantitative. We get customer tickets, we get uh, tweets, we get comments on our YouTube videos, we sort of aggregate that and see from like a quantitative perspective what is like most asked for. So I guess that's one bucket. <laughs> and the second bucket is we think of what is like a year out, two years out, what is like the evolving macro trend? And we feel very lucky that, you know, 
we were in the video space pretty early and that was a huge like evolving macro trend. So also where's the puck going to be like a, a year or two from now? Like what is already helping the workflow? And a lot of, for example, like we do a lot of uh, speech to text transcription and, you know, people used to want to clean up a transcript, but in reality, if you can just give them the transcript automatically, that's actually what they want. They just want a really, really good transcript. So where is like the puck for video content uh, editing, generation, et cetera. What does it look like from a year from now? And how do we sort of get ready for that? So long answer. Yeah, that's interesting though, because I am the person who's always sending in requests and being super annoying probably. Like, does it do this? Can it do this? When I hear no. So it was just interesting hearing on the other end of it, how that happens and how that works. Yeah. Okay, so today we're talking about basically the process that a hybrid marketing team would go through when they're dealing with video content. So let's look at it through the lens of somebody just did a an interview video and they have this raw video, now what? <laughs> so let's talk about it from that perspective. I have this raw video I had the coolest interview with Shaw, and now I want to be able to make it available on as a short on YouTube and on TikTok. What do I do? Wow. Okay. So I will again. I'll sort of break this apart into sort of two scenarios. One is maybe for larger teams or more professional teams, you may already have like an in-house video editor, and I'll treat that as one world. And the other is, you know, maybe it's a small team, or maybe it's just me. Like, how do I how do I get it done? Uh, you can assume most of my audience is that second bucket. Okay, <laughs> then I will start there. Which is what I would do is uh, specifically, you know, on Kapwing, what we let you do is it's it's a browser based online video editor. So when you upload that content, it's immediately on your account on your team workspace. And what's nice about that is. You can work on it, but if let's say I'm in charge of TikTok, I can work on it and then I can send it over to someone else who's maybe doing LinkedIn. And then all those assets are shared on their team workspace and each person can sort of work on each format. So on Kapwing, we have a whole suite of features and products, but I think for this scenario, what's most important is, okay, I need to find some clip within this piece of content that I want to highlight. So there are sort of three steps to that. First is get your content there, which is that upload process, getting it um, prepared. Second is resizing or reframing. And Kapwing lets you do that by just simply picking the output format. And then you can use the, the tools within Kapwing to either, this is the process I'll call rough cutting. And you can take it as intensely or as lightly as you would like based on your experience, where you can kind of split the video up and find the portion you want. But we also have a pretty nice feature called Smart Cut. And if you have like an hour-long recording, chances are you have multiple takes, a lot of silences. And that basically just removes all the silences and creates like an automatic like jump cut for you. That's nice. <laughs> which is pretty useful and people like that. So it makes it a lot easier because now you just have a bunch of smaller clips and you can just pick and choose what you want, delete what you want, uh, don't want. And sort of once you have... Let's assume you've already like resized it to nine by sixteen. That's really easy. You just pick like the TikTok aspect ratio, or you pick the shorts ratio, and then you're off to the races. So what's very popular is okay. So you upload, 
you pick your output type. Maybe let's say you smart cut and you pick a 30 second clip, which is a lot easier with something like smart cut. And then you decide how much flourish do you want. So subtitles is like a very, very common thing people ask for. Love that. We have an, <laughs> yeah. We have an automatic like subtitle generator. We call it magic subtitles. And the reason we really, really like it is that it has word by word animation. So every time a word is spoken, it actually highlight that word. And you have a pretty nice editor to decide like how big you want your subtitles, how many words per, per subtitle and so forth. And then when you're done, click export and it all processes in the cloud. So your computer doesn't get that hot. And yeah, when you're ready, you can publish to your desired platform. And I'll just add one more thing, which is because it's fully browser-based and the assets are shared, like I mentioned earlier, you can really parallelize this. And you, know, you can work on one project that's pulling things out for TikTok. Maybe you have a longer form version you want for YouTube. So there you can just reopen that project and someone else can sort of own that process. Okay. So that's awesome. My people have small marketing departments, hence tiny marketing, or they have no marketing departments. So they're going to want that smart cutting and magic tool to make it as fast and simple as possible. So tell me what else do you have that's magical and easy for my people? <laughs> okay, that's a, that's a great question. Let's see. So definitely what people really, really like about Kapwing is the subtitle generator. So again, you know, transcribing a video yourself, probably going to take hours. You press this button and within a minute or two, you have a full transcript. And then, you know, magic subtitles, you have word by word animations, you have a pretty nice transcript editor and transitions between subtitles. The second, again, you know, mentioned smart cut, which is pretty useful. The third is the resize, which is we have both a nice resizer for almost every social media mm -hmm. platform. We also have something called find scenes, which is quite interesting. So if you have something that, you know, you've edited for YouTube or even let's say, for example, you have like a, a Zoom recording that has uh, flipping the camera mm -hmm. between multiple participants, find scenes will actually go through the video and find every point where the video kind of switches so that you can immediately find the clips. So it's a nice way to just make sure like, okay, I just need maybe one camera angle, I need all of them here, or it makes getting content ready for other platforms very, very easy. Another one is enhance audio or remove background noise, which is quite nice. Another one is remove video background. You know, you can definitely do this in Zoom, et cetera, but if you've already sort of... Like a green screen situation? Uh, we have multiple versions. So we have remove green screen, chroma key, whatever you want to call it. We also have similar to like Google's or Zoom's like remove background, where if you've recorded content that you didn't actually turn it on, you can actually turn it on post-processing. All right. Okay. I have a question. The animate, um, where it takes certain... Tell me about that. What is... Like it pops it? <laughs> I mentioned animations for subtitles, but we also have animations for effectively any asset. So for subtitles, we have a couple that are sort of, you know, slight movements, colors, revealing, but for larger text elements, things like titles, lower thirds, we have a, a larger array of transitions and animations, things like slide in, pop, sort of what you'd expect. Mm -hmm. And I like to think we do a good job of highlighting the good ones early because 
I don't think people want to spend too much time tweaking their exact animation. They just want yeah. just good ones. So we try to cater to that audience. Okay. In this scenario, we have a hybrid team. Let's say, let's say it's a one-person marketing department and they have contractors that they work with. So how would that work when you're working with people from anywhere? That's a pretty popular model we see on Kapwing. So on Kapwing, you create a team. You can invite any number of people to your team. And you have basically these shared workspaces where you can share projects, assets, and so forth. We tried to make sure that you can collaborate very closely within the, the, the product itself. And that really takes the two, two flavors of collaboration. One is really just sharing projects live. So you just copy a link and you paste it directly to someone on Slack, you message them. And that alone is quite magical, I would say, because I used to make a lot of video back in the day and I would burn them onto hard drives with project files and then send them off to someone and they would download it and open it themselves. So we take it for granted now, but just clicking a link and seeing someone else's video project is pretty nice. <laughs> so that's one. Um, two is in that same like editing session, you can either edit directly in editor together. So you can actually, for example, you know, trim things, cut things wh- while the person is watching. That's one. And then second is what we'll call like async, which is uh, you can comment on every project and give guidance and feedback as you're passing files along. That I love. That I think is what most teams would use because collaborating when you're editing is kind of hard, you know, because because you're doing things at the same time. I agree. But usually, at least in the structure, the team structures that I usually work with, it's like a strategy person Mm -hmm. or a content marketer who interviewed someone. So they want to be part of the process, but it's usually in the form of, well, I have comments on how I want this to look, but I want you to do it. So I think that one would be really popular. Agreed. And that is definitely what we're seeing is that model is certainly more valuable, at least to our users now. I do think live editing together is a new model, probably not quite ready for the world, but it is possible (laughs) and we'll see, we'll continue to learn from our users to see if that's valuable or not. Yeah. So are there any features that we should know about that we don't know about? Thinking like, would we be able to edit a video into a podcast? Would we be able to convert our video into an audiogram for later? Yeah, so there are a couple that come to mind, some you just mentioned. So one is what we'll call mixed media or mixed file types. So you can export things as audio files directly. We also let you do sort of image editing as well. So one very popular thing people do is when they're done editing their video, they'll do like a frame freeze and pick just one part of it and get a thumbnail. So they'll take Mm -hmm. that freeze frame and then add text and they'll effectively have a great thumbnail directly like right after they're done editing their video. Uh, Second is, yeah, definitely what I'll call the multi sort of modal, which is, hey, like I have a video, I need another video. You can think about, you know, long form to short form. But then you also have what you just said, which is MP3 to video. And one of the most popular things is, hey, I just, I just need a quick snippet of like a 40-minute podcast, but I want to put it on shorts. So that's like where audiogram, subtitles, and image editing kind of come all together, where I upload my MP3, I pull a beautiful little audiogram that changes as I talk, 
but that I also have my subtitles that are also animated as well. And then I can just add maybe a portrait of the the speakers as well. Very cool. I happen to be writing this batching portion of a book that I'm writing, the Tiny Marketing Framework. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. this sounds like exactly the tool that you would need to batch all of your video and audio content at the same time and make it super efficient. So what tools would you compare this to and what makes you different? Like Descript, Canva? There are a lot of tools out there for creating pieces of content for social media. I will say Kapwing is very much video focused. And I think that's one of the biggest differentiators. Uh, Descript initially started as sort of audio only and really, really spoken word audio editing and is now sort of getting into the video space. And then Canva sort of the other direction, very much the design and image space. And it's a wonderful product. And they're slowly sort of getting into the video space. And yeah, I think Kapwing is, there's two things that, I'm going to say three things that really differentiate it. One is very much video first and video focused. Uh, Second is it's geared towards speed. It's okay, I am a small team or an individual. How do I get to producing as quickly as possible? And how can I repurpose my content as quickly as possible? And then probably the third differentiator is this full package of collaborating, uh, sharing comments, feedback, all in sort of one space. Um, So you can manage your assets, do your editing, and have that feedback loop in one area. So I would say those are the three things that differentiate Kapoing. Yeah, and I think you're pretty spot on because I use all of those tools and um, Descript still is really audio focused. It's hard to edit video in there. It does feel like an afterthought. And yeah, Canva was always a graphic design tool and just recently added the video element to it. So I'm, I'm intrigued, but I love the idea of being able to repurpose and produce so quickly. And I think it's especially, it matters right now because people are getting less picky. They're less perfectionist about the content that they're putting out there because truly people do not care if there's (laughs) like small things that that make you human that are on there already. So a quick cut and... quick to produce content is more valuable than, you know, taking hours to make something perfect. That is certainly resonating with, you know, our customers and users too. So I would agree. Yeah. So where can everyone find you? And is there, are there any last thoughts before we wrap up? Yeah. So you can find Kapwing at kapwing.com. We yeah, K-A-P-W-I-N-G.com. And I will say we a lot of users find us via search. So if you search most like video tasks, you'll find us. And yeah, we have a free account for people to try it out. And if you, you end up needing the platform for longer files or different formats, we also have a, a pro account. And yeah, also it's available for Teams as well. So as easy as sharing a link, you can work on a video together. Awesome. For anybody who's listening, I'm going to put that in the show notes so you can quickly grab it and try it out. Thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. Thank you.
Thank you so much for joining me and Shaw today. We talked about how to create really easy and effective video content, even when you have a tiny team, even if you are a one-person team, even if you have contractors all over the world, it's easy to create video content with this tool. So all you gotta do is toss in your video, your MP4 into Capwing, and you can easily edit it and export it for the correct size, the correct captions, for TikTok, Reels, Shorts, YouTube, whatever you want. So make sure to do that. And if you had questions about this episode, head on over to the show notes page. We have a question form where you can put in a text version of your question, or you can send us an audio version of your question, and I'll answer it live on the show. Thank you, and I'll see you next time. Hello, and thank you for joining Tiny Marketing. I help tiny marketing departments create consistent content that builds trust with their audience done-for-you content marketing at sarahnoelblock.com. Don't forget to follow, rate, and review the podcast on your favorite podcast app. See you next time, friends.